What is up, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to G. Marie Taught Me, the podcast. Yes, I am back with another episode, episode 58, titled The Recovering People Pleaser. I was able to sneak off for a minute while my daughter dozed off to take a nap and record this episode. Um, as you can tell, I am probably only going to do audio episodes um, for the time being until I can get my little um, corner set up as far as filming and just uh, really have having the time to record. I mean, it's a lot being a stay-at-home mom and uh, working part-time as well as trying to build an empire. So for me, this is the easiest way for me to podcast and get content out. But today's quote, or should I say the quote of the week is, no matter how good of a person you are, you're always the villain in somebody else's story. So The reason why I say this is because obviously the title of today's episode is The Recovering People Pleaser and a lot of the times we find ourselves trying to please everybody but at the end of the day we only end up not pleasing ourselves. So I was listening to um, a podcast episode and it's by Balanced Black Girl. It's the Balanced Black Girl podcast. It's episode 110 and it's called How to Let Go of People Pleasing Behaviors with Tiffany Hall. I think Tiffany Hall is a, a therapist. I'm not sure. But the episode was so inspiring and I'm so glad that I came across that episode because it inspired me to record this episode. Now, um, oftentimes I find myself being what is called the fixer. So the fixer is um, somebody who always feels the need to always want to help or fix people. And I noticed that um, when I thought about my previous dating life and how You know, oftentimes I was attracting a certain type of guy um, simply because I love giving back. But most importantly, I love nurturing people. So as a result, I found myself attracting a lot of men that were builder bears, basically. Um, But also, too, I think the reason why I was attracting a lot of people that needed to be fixed because I was avoiding my own problems. And um, for me, I got to a place where I started setting boundaries in my life. And once I started setting boundaries, um, that's pretty much when I became the villain in somebody else's story. Uh, I've always talked about my relationship with my um, my god sister and how our relationship kind of just took a turn over the past couple of years to the point where I um, had to kind of like take a step back and disassociate myself with her because I found myself always trying to please her and as a result it was draining for me so when I took that step back and I started setting those boundaries of course I was yet again the villain in somebody else's story Um, When I decided to walk away from my partnership, uh, not just from DDC, but also when I walked away from the dance studio where I used to teach at, and I really didn't get a chance to tell, you know, my old boss that I was venturing off to start a new dance studio. And, you know, I never, I didn't really sit down and talk about it with them, but because I decided to take a step for me, obviously that hurt somebody else in return. Um, so as a result, 
I again was still the villain in somebody else's story. So the quote of the week is very important to me. And this is something that I came up with um, when I felt like I was just going through a time where I was always trying to please everybody. And I was pouring from an empty cup and it, you know, it became burnout. You know, I was burnt out after a while and and then it's not, it, it was, it really isn't easy, especially when, um, you're experiencing health issues and you're trying to like, you know, get your, your shit together and get your life together. But when you're so busy nurturing everybody, um, and being the, the yes man, you know, people automatically assume that, oh, well, you know, Gabrielle's going to say yes anyway. So I'm going to just ask her to do A, B, and C. But the minute that I started saying no and I stopped pleasing people and doing more of um, pleasing myself, you know, it became an issue. So uh, another description of the recovering people pleaser is it's called the recovering people pleaser syndrome. Um, people pleasing in our friendships and our relationships and then feeling guilty for setting boundaries and a lot of the time you know when I first started setting boundaries especially in my personal and my professional life I started feeling guilty but especially in my professional life when I set boundaries in my professional life um, I was being what is called gaslighted for setting boundaries and I could sit here and talk all day about the people that gaslighted me in my professional uh, career and how you know it took me to actually talk to my therapist and a couple of you know people in my family to help me understand that yes you were, you were being gaslighted because you started setting boundaries and uh, you stopped focusing on trying to please everybody else and you started pleasing yourself so as a result I was still the villain in somebody else's story um but one thing about that is that you still have to choose yourself regardless like you have to there comes a time where you literally have to just you know, get out of your own way and make sure that you are top priority, no matter what. Um, even like with exercising, like I started exercising a lot more, especially after I had my daughter, um, because it was helping me with gaining my balance, not just um, mentally, but physically. For whatever reason, they say when you have a baby, a baby takes a lot out of you and I started struggling with my balance so for me uh, this whole time I was under the impression that I had vertigo but when I went to the ENT the ENT told me that I didn't have vertigo but that my um, eardrum may be impacted so he wanted me to do a hearing test I will get to that eventually but um, I'm, I'm very sensitive to motion so like if i get on a boat if i'm in a car for too long i get motion sickness but um even my apartment i noticed that my apartment is starting to slant and i can feel it now if somebody else comes into my apartment they don't feel it the way that i feel it so as a result i thought i had vertigo but also too i wear reading glasses so i have to wear my reading glasses a lot more um, i'm getting there but progress uh so what am I doing to uh, overcome the people-pleasing syndrome? I'm starting to choose me now. I am walking away from people or from things that no longer serve me. Um, I am, you know, when I when I walked away from my partnership, and, and I don't want to go too much into detail because 
when I walked away from our partnership, I, I walked away on good terms and I want to keep it that way. But there are some things that I did not agree with in my partnership that, you know, was revealed to me right before I got ready to walk away. And then more things were revealed to me even more once I completely dissolved my partnership with the dance studio. So for the longest, I felt like a failure from walking away from my partnership. Mind you, I had to walk away because I was experiencing too many um, physical health and mental health issues. And I wanted to deal with that first before I could just dive in, um, not just head first, but feet first and starting a new business. But as a result, I, um, I was completely burned out. I mean, I had a newborn, um, I had a developed postpartum preeclampsia and that shit really took a toll on my body. Um, so bad to the point where when I was admitted, readmitted into the hospital and I got out of the hospital, I couldn't walk like for a little over a month. And when I say I couldn't walk, like I couldn't get up and go to the trash can and throw something away or I couldn't, um, go to my car without feeling winded or like my body was always either anxious or jittery and I did not like that feeling. So eventually I had to build my endurance up. Um, I remember I did a return, Amazon return at Kohl's out in Troy and my husband had to wheel me inside of the store to go do a return because I could barely keep my balance. So when I say I've really been struggling with my balance, like I pretty much had to almost learn how to walk again. And I know it sounds dramatic, but I'm being serious. My health after having a baby, it, it took a toll on me. It really did a number on me. And that's not to say that, you know, if you get pregnant or if you have a child that it's going to do the same thing to you. Everybody's experience is different. But to go back to uh, what I was talking about, when I walked away from my partnership, um, and, and I did it because I felt like I was holding my partners back originally because of my physical and mental health issues. So that was the, the initial reason for me walking away. But then when I actually took a step back and shit was being revealed to me after the fact, I didn't feel so bad walking away from the partnership because there were things that were happening within the partnership that I kept brushing off and I wasn't acknowledging. No, I acknowledged it, but I, I acknowledged it to the last minute, like right at the last minute. And if anybody knows me, they know that, you know, I am one of the nicest people that you will meet, but I am also one of the realest people that you will meet. And after so long, I won't bite my tongue. And I think the older I've gotten, the lot better I've gotten, especially with my attitude. I know I have an attitude problem. And I've been told that by several people, but I've learned how to bite my tongue on a lot of stuff. But this was probably the one instinct that, you know, if I didn't bite my tongue or if I kept biting my tongue, um, the partnership was not gonna work out. So I removed myself from the partnership because I didn't wanna feel like I was holding anybody else from succeeding. Um, but that is part of the story. Now, like I said, I do not choose to tell the rest of the story. I may talk about it in my book. Actually, I would prefer to talk about it in my book once I finish my manuscript. But um, like I said, my goal is to uh, keep it, keep it copacetic and to not sit here and try to um, 
talk shit about people, especially if they're not here in the room. Like one thing about me, I ain't gonna sit here and talk shit about you if you're not sitting here in the room. I'd rather you be in the room and me tell you how I feel uh, so you're not, you know, feeling like I'm talking to you indirectly. But, um, and then also to go back, you know, walking away from my friendship with my god sister and how hard that was, that was, that was a lot for me because, you know, I had known my god sister for over 30 years and there came a time where I felt like whenever we would talk, I wasn't being heard and somehow <laughs> I, I was always the villain in her story and it got to a point where, um, the conversations were always going left and no matter what I said or what I did, it was never good enough. And, um, that started to play a toll on my mental health also because, you know, when you know somebody for so long and you feel like they have your best interest at heart, but then you really start to sit down and reevaluate a lot of stuff and you realize that, you know, hurt people hurt people. And when hurt people are too busy hurting people, they can't be happy for your happiness. So why continue to try and save something that pretty much there's no need to save anymore so as a result obviously I've walked away from a lot of stuff this year I have taken a step back and have reevaluated a lot of stuff this year and for me I am proud of myself for choosing me and for saying you know I'm tired of pleasing people when it's not beneficial to me in conclusion no matter how good of a person you are, you're always the villain in somebody else's story. Don't forget to choose you at the end of the day. No matter who you piss off, no matter um, what feathers you ruffle, always choose you and you will go far. That is today's episode of G Marie Taught Me. If you haven't already, please leave a review um, either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Yes, we are now on Spotify and we are also on um, Amazon Music. I'm so excited to be expanding my podcast, but you can leave a review, um, especially for those that listen on Apple Podcasts. Please, please let us know how you like not just this episode, but all of the episodes. Um, and you can also email me at hello at gmarietaughtme.com. You can like us on Facebook and you can follow us on Twitter. I'm going to be honest, I'm never on Twitter. So if you follow me, you probably won't hear from me in like a year or so. Um, Facebook, I'm getting better at checking my Facebook. So be patient with me. Um, but you can either follow me at G Marie taught me, or you can follow me at G Marie taught me podcast, um, where I pretty much post, you know, every new episode on that Instagram social media site. But again, thank you all so much for joining me today and for letting me drop this little gem. And I look forward to kicking it with you all soon. Talk to you later. Bye.